Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Danger on Runaway Ridge. Can we go? Can we? Can we? Mr. Vargas put his hands over his ears. Chris, I heard you. Now stop asking long enough for me to think. Chris looked at his sister Maria and crossed his fingers. She nodded. They really wanted to go sledding, and Chris's friend Ryan had invited them to go with his family. Finally, Mr. Vargas spoke. Well, I guess you can go, but, but, he waited for the cheering to stop, but you must obey Ryan's mom, and you can only sled on Pioneer Hill. Thanks, Dad, Maria called as she ran to find her gloves and boots. Dad, I wanted to try sledding down Runaway Ridge this year, Chris said. Everyone says it's the best sled ride in town. It's also dangerous, Mr. Vargas reminded Chris. But I'll tell you what, I have to go into town for a while this afternoon. I'll stop on my way back and we'll take a ride down Runaway Ridge together. Great, Chris shouted. Promise? Mr. Vargas laughed. I promise, but you promise to stay off of it until I get there. Every time it snowed, Pioneer Park was crowded with sleds and people. Pioneer Hill was the perfect sledding hill. It started off steep but leveled out so that you could slide a long way and slow to a stop. I'm going down Runaway Ridge when my dad gets here, Chris told Ryan on their first trip to the top. They both turned to look down the backside of the park hill. Several teenagers were shouting as they flew down the slope called Runaway Ridge. It does look fast, Ryan said, but so does Pioneer Hill. Come on, I'll race you to the bottom. They both jumped on their sleds and skimmed over the snow. Look out, Ryan called as he almost crashed into Chris. See you at the bottom, Chris called as he pulled ahead. My sled is faster than anyone's, he thought as he slowed to a stop. I'm probably going almost as fast as those kids on Runaway Ridge. Chris, Ryan, and Maria went up and down the hill for more than an hour. Finally, Ryan's mom said, just a few more minutes. Chris looked around for his dad. I should have known he wouldn't really come, Chris thought, and he promised. He walked slowly up the hill. By the time he reached the top, Ryan and Maria were already on their way to the bottom. Hey, watch this, someone shouted behind him. A teenager was trying to go down Runaway Ridge, standing up on his sled. He hadn't gone far before he fell in a snowbank and bounced up laughing. I could go down Runaway Ridge. I could do it alone, Chris thought. I know I promised not to, but no one will ever know. Dad isn't coming like he promised he would. Chris took one look over his shoulder to be sure no one saw him. Then he headed for the jump-off spot on Runaway Ridge. Suddenly, it seemed very quiet. Where did everyone go? Chris wondered as he looked around. Even the teenagers were gone. Good, he thought. No one will see me. Okay, he thought as he bent down over his sled. All I have to do is steer to the right of those trees and away from that ditch. He took a deep breath and jumped. Whoosh! The snow flew by underneath Chris's sled. Wow, I'm really moving now. The sled hit a bump. Oof! Chris held on as the sled left the ground. Whoa, I'm going too fast! Help! When he hit the next bump, Chris flew one direction and his sled flew in another. As he hit the ground, Chris saw the sled slipping past. He saw a tree headed right for him. Then there was a crash, and for a few minutes he didn't see anything at all. Oh, Chris moaned as he woke up. He tried to move. Ouch, my arm hurts, and I'm freezing. Where am I? He pushed the tree limb away with his other arm and looked around. Then he remembered. I'm somewhere on Runaway Ridge. I crashed, and no one knows I'm here. Oh, boy, am I in trouble. 
Chris tried to see through the tree limbs to the top of the hill, but he couldn't. He started shivering. Help! Help! he shouted. I'm stuck under a tree! Help! There was no answer. In fact, Chris could hear nothing at all. All he knew was his arm hurt, his head hurt, he couldn't get up, and he was alone. God, but please help me, he prayed out loud. Please send someone to find me. It started to snow again as Chris closed his eyes. I wonder if Maria and Ryan have noticed that I'm missing, he thought. I wonder why I broke my promise. A gust of wind brought a clump of snow down on Chris's head. It also brought a sound to his ears. What was that? he wondered. Hey! Help! Help! I'm over here! He shook the tree branch he could reach. Help! Chris? Chris, is that you? It was the best sound Chris had ever heard. Dad, I'm over here! Later that night, the family was gathered around Chris's bed. Chris's right arm was in a cast, and there was a bandage on his head. How are you feeling, honey? his mom asked. I'm fine now, he answered. Dad, I sure am sorry I broke my promise, and I'm sure glad you kept yours. Mr. Vargas patted Chris's leg. I'm glad you weren't hurt any worse. I know God helped me find you, and I know I don't have to tell you why it's important to keep your promises. That week at the shoebox, the lesson was about God's promise to Adam and Eve when they sinned. Even though they had disobeyed God, he still loved them like a father loves his children. He promised to save them. He promised that someday Jesus would come. And Jesus did. Chris knew just how Adam and Eve must have felt. The story you have heard today is from the Shoebox Kids Bible Stories, written by Jerry D. Thomas and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.